Do you hear those? Oh, oh. oh man, I just spilled this shit. <laughs> I wanted the effect to really pour okay, in. Okay, give me some. You're now tuning into Stop, Stop Your, Your Whining, Whining with Jolene and Yana. Hey guys, it's Yana and Jolene, and we're back at it again. Okay, Jolene, let them know. Today's topic is going to be Dear Younger Self. If you could go back in time and tell yourself um, a few things to help you along with your life, um, what would you say? So, Yana, the floor is all yours. I would love to tell myself a couple of things, including the winning lottery numbers, um, so that I, could I hope be, you would tell me too. <laughs> so I could be a millionaire. Um, but seriously, I think I would tell myself to stop rushing, to stop feeling that I have to have my whole life figured out and I guess perfected by the time I'm in my twenties. It's unrealistic, and quite honestly, like. I'm doing fine just the way, well, I was doing fine just mm-hmm. the way I was doing, and I'm still doing fine. Yeah. So I think I would tell myself to stop being so hard on myself. I like that, because I think, I think everybody does that, like, here and there, especially when it's, like, the pressure they put on you going into college, and it's, like, you're lot. supposed to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life at, what, 19? 18, 18? actually. And there's some people who even go at 17. Yeah, so it's crazy to me. but It's like you went from asking your teacher, can I use the bathroom, to um, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Find the bathroom on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think, like, even, like, in high school, like, while I was growing up, I think that I had to do certain things and certain tasks by a certain age. Like, even, like, your first kiss or, you know, um, having to have those straight A's because these colleges are going to care so much about your ACT Ugh. and SAT scores. Like, Give me a break. Utica didn't even look at mine. I know. Utica accepts everybody. <laughs> That's why I applied so late. So, it's like, I think I definitely would have told myself not to rush. And... And I think I would have just, I would have given myself a hug. Aww. Yeah, you know, because I think when you're so young, you really, like, high school is fucking cruel. I know, but I feel like hugs were a popular thing in high school. Really? Yeah. No, the people who were asking for hugs were the pe- the those like little creepy boys that were like, "Where's my hug at?" Like, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was never like you know, not by the right person you wanted a hug from. Yeah, maybe you're right. And That's I think funny. I definitely would have also told myself, um, you don't have to be liked by everybody, including your exes. Now <laughs> that's the tea. I I think that I was I cared so much about what other people thought of me and even if you know there was like drama or whatever i really wanted them to still like me after all that shit and it's like yeah you know i i wish i would have told myself those people in high school you won't see them after you graduate Mm -hmm. and even if you did see them like you're gonna grow into the person you're meant to be and those opinions and those whatever they they feel about you won't matter in the next five years so technically 
I would have said this quote to myself. If it won't matter in five years, don't waste five minutes stressing it. That's a great quote. Yeah, I never understood that, though. I never I've never been the type to feel like I needed to stay, I guess, mutual with people like when you end bad, no matter like what it is. And it's like, I just never felt the urge to like, oh, no, we're still friends. Like, oh, we're still mu- still mutual. Like, we're still cordial. Like, no, we don't talk ever. Never will. See, I was the opposite, especially when it came to exes. Like, I cared so yeah, much no. to like be on cordial grounds and like, there's no animosity here. You know, we ended. I hope the best for you. And I really wished I could be friends. But, you know, something, guys, it's like you can't be friends with your exes. No matter how you try, you can't because there's always somebody, especially if you love that person, they will always have feelings for you. You already know how I feel about this, Yana. And I'm living proof, guys. You can't be friends with your exes. So, Jillian, what would you say to your younger self? I would definitely say a lot of things. Um, I think, number one, the most basic, I guess, is like not to take life for granted. I feel like... I don't Damn, know. That's, that's a little deep. <laughs> you know what? You no, think your yourself could could handle that truth? <laughs> it's it's the truth though. It's because it's like I just feel like I didn't always do what I wanted to do. Like I was so focused on What do you think it was like because of other people or Um no, I just felt like I grew up at at a quicker rate than a lot of people around me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think especially like this also ties into it like when it came to time to go to college and stuff I didn't put in the effort that I should have I mean they also don't help you as much as you know you would think but at the same time I didn't do anything on my own like on my own part to put the effort in to do my research and to get you know things in on time and honestly I would have went to a cheaper college I would have definitely told myself that, that you don't need to go to an expensive college when you don't know what the hell you want to do with your life. But you know what's so crazy, though? I'm I guess I'm speaking from like first generation is like I didn't have the education to know how to pick a college. I didn't. I mean, I didn't either, though. And it's and it's crazy because like, you know, you oftentimes you think like oh they have guidance counselors my guidance counselor didn't really even tell me like half the stuff that i i feel like i should have known when going to school like i think they give you the the basics and then you're like push off and i'm filing my fafsa myself and that's crazy too is because i didn't really know what i wanted to do so it wasn't like i could look at a college and be like oh they have what i want to do and it's a great program like no i was just like who's gonna accept me like and who can i afford and i obviously couldn't afford utica but like i said they accepted people like super late like because i applied really late Mm -hmm. so they accepted me and I knew they had a good acceptance rate. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I filed my FAFSA, I really like I pray to God that I wasn't going to get arrested because I really thought I, I put like the wrong information. It's crazy. And I don't know. To this day, I just kept like copy and pasting each year and just put, I know. putting it back in there. And it's like nobody like there's nobody who really helped me. And no. my poor, like, sisters, like, you know, we all try to help each other. Or with loans. I had no idea, like, Private how loans? much I was taking out. I oh. was going to be doubling. 
in my lifetime. I can swim. In so my Biden, debt right now. please cancel the student debt. We're begging <laughs> you. Okay. I just honestly, though, I think that was really frustrating for me because, like, I thought that I, you, you know, you see. And it wasn't that I was mad at my parents, but you see other parents helping their, you know, kids fill, filling out the FAFSA and stuff. Yeah. And it's like my mom, she never went to college. So it's like she didn't know. And neither did my dad. And, you know, my older sister went to to college, but she, she winged it. So she looked at me. And she was like, mm, OK, I think this this is what goes here, you know, and or I think this is how you enter it. But. I feel like they should make it so it's much easier because it's mm-hmm. really honestly kids who are filling these forms out. I know. And this is federal. So it's like if you misplaced or not misplaced, if you incorrectly enter something like you could fucking, you know, get in trouble. I mean, but how many stories do you hear where they're like, you know, you can't come this semester or something with like your FAFSA or your it's not like something was wrong and they do that to students. You know, they do it always like two weeks right before school yes. so you can be stressing the fuck out of yourself exactly it, th- it happened to me my senior year yeah and it screwed me over i just i didn't know as much as i as i should have and i mean you live and you learn but i just i wish or i even wish i went to like a community college until i figured out what i wanted to do because i mean even when i even when i was in programs in um Utica I was I was transferring out because I was like oh I don't want to do this anymore like no clue yeah I I think I definitely wish they they had prepared us a little bit better I I probably would have never been so blindsided I mean you when you think of college and high school you think of this elaborate party place where you meet new friends and do all that fun shit but they don't tell you about the like you have to adult exactly and you don't even know how to fuck an adult because all your life you've been asking for permission and and you know you weren't an adult you were in high school your biggest worry was is your crush gonna you know come into that classroom today or you ever been to like a basketball game or a game at your high school and you have to walk across you know people like that are sitting mm-hmm. in the, yeah i was hoping i wasn't gonna trip and fall so people didn't watch <laughs> me yeah i mean i don't know it's it's crazy to look back on because sometimes i'm even like i question if i even should have went to college and it's like i don't regret it like i try not to regret anything but i just today it's like you look around and it's like jobs and and everything makes your degree feel so little oh trust me it's like i know i know you've experienced it i literally went and like looking back at it, like I'm I'm glad I, I got my master's. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm super happy. But I kind of feel like, you know, after I graduated with my bachelor's, I kind of felt like, oh my God, what's next? And I didn't really know what to do. So I felt like the best option for me was to get my my master's because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm applying to jobs and they're like looking for all these experience or masters, or whatever. And how ironic is when I graduate with my master's everybody's just looking for experience now exactly i'm like what the fuck what what happened in these last two years where now you needed more education and as i'm applying you know 
like guys, I kid you not, I applied to 176 jobs. You're crazy. Between, I mean, between literally between July to November, I applied to 176 jobs. You were probably half of them were the one clicks on Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they probably like 50. <laughs> 50% of them were. I mean, have you ever, like, when you're trying to apply to a job, don't you fucking hate when they ask you yes, for your resume? And I then do. you upload your resume. And then the next page is like, here, key in all the shit you just uploaded. I do. That's why I only do the easy apply ones. <laughs> you know, I'm so lazy. We're so fucking lazy. <laughs> okay, Jenly, but I also have another question for you. Since you're telling your younger self this, what age would you go back to tell your younger self all this? Oh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Probably um, my junior year of high school. So what age is oh, that? 11th grade. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what age was I? I asked you an age, not the year. Okay, but I don't know how old I was. Um, I can't do the math right now. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I'm not good under pressure. <laughs> why why that age? I mean, why that year? Um, I think I could have made better decisions so that my senior year I was more prepared for what was to come. Like I would want to, you know, tell myself ahead of my senior year of of high school so I was prepared that year for what was coming next, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Because there's more mistakes that I'm not going to talk about, but I would have definitely warned myself. I think I would have gone back to 16. I hated being 16. Like You didn't have a sweet 16? No. My mom wanted to do a quince, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to do that. And I know this is hard to believe, but... Even though I'm so outgoing and everything, I don't like to be like the sole center of attention, like all eyes on me. Because if really you, shut the fuck up, oh, because you got no, me there. No, think about it. Like I would see other people hosting parties. You would have to like make your little speeches and and yeah. like I didn't. I don't like that. And and that's exactly why like I don't sing in public. I don't you know do things like that because I don't like all eyes on me. I don't mind like you know being the outgoing person and talking to other people, but when like you're at parties and stuff there's other people who are talking to other people you know Mm -hmm. so not all eyes are on you so for me i just didn't want something i didn't want to host did you ever used to watch sweet 16 on mtv though yeah i I longed for that (laughs) me too i never had one but no i so yeah i didn't have one um but my but shout out to my mom um i did however have like intimate family Mm-hmm. um celebrations my mom has always made my birthday like a, a top priority um amongst her like four kids i mean she celebrated all of our birthdays but from for me she always made me my birthday feel super important so we had like family come and i got dressed up and invite a few friends and we have a nice little dinner and dance and laugh and it was i think it was better than anything that's nice that's all that matters then yeah um but I think at 16, I made some, between the age 15 and 16, I made some wild decisions. Do you know what grade that is? That was 10th grade for me. Okay. So um, I made some wild decisions, but 
among caring about what other people thought, I definitely was pouring from an empty cup. Like there's a quote that my sister always tells me and she's like, you should never pour from an empty cup. Meaning when you are just down in the dumps, stop giving yourself to others who would just, who don't care for you. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're down, like worry about yourself, pick yourself up and everything will fall into place. Like you can't be everybody's hero. And for me, it's like at that age, I, that's when I started getting into boys, started liking boys and, you know, like batting my eyes and crazy about just one in particular one. But it's like, I was willing to put everybody in front of me and be like, here, yeah. Oh, I'll help you with this and I'll do this. Oh, you know, oh yeah, I can do this. Meanwhile, like that was the hardest year for me. Mm -hmm. Like that was a year when my sister went away to college I was miserable because like Denise was like my best friend, my right hand, you know, and it was like an awkward stage with like friends where like your friends, like some friends were doing certain things and some friends weren't. Yeah. And you were like feeling divided. So you like had to try to choose which side. So it's like I made some really careless decisions that I wish had I like had I had somebody to go back in time and be like, no, you don't have to do that. It doesn't matter if you do those things because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, those are the decisions that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Not your friends, not the boy, not anybody. It's you. And I probably would have eliminated some shitty friends that I had. <laughs> I could see that. But, you know, um, I definitely think that at the end of the day, no matter how you want to look back at your past or um, are kind of just, I guess, break apart your past and be like, damn, I shouldn't have done this or not. I think it was important to realize that all those mistakes you had to make to be the person you are today. Yeah. I completely agree, of course. It's that's that's why I say I try not to regret anything because, um, you know, your choices and even your mistakes in life make you and and bring you to where you are. But there are things that I definitely would have done differently. And I mean, like, and I, and I don't even know what this ties into, but I just always say, like, I you know like I've always wanted to travel like I've always wanted to travel the world like I just see all these things and I'm like I can't believe there's so many like beautiful things in the world and it's like I feel like my life is flashing by and it's like that's something I've always wanted to do like I was um helping my mom clean stuff out and she likes to hoard and keep all of our things from when we were kids and growing up even if it's like a, a drawing like it was just it's bizarre my mom did that too and it was underneath her mattress oh there's bins and bins <laughs> of it so we're going through it and i i don't even know how young i was but i was reading it and i wrote um what i wanted to do and i wrote travel the world and i know i was young like i could tell by my handwriting and i was just looking at it and i was like that is insane to me and it's like it makes me so mad that i just settled for 
going to college and working the nine to five. Do you think you settled or do you think, would you really call it settling? Settling. Oh my God. I'm sorry guys. I'm drinking too much wine. (laughs) I mean, what would you call it? I mean, so it sounds like you regret it. I mean, because see, see the, way, the way I see it, the way I see it is you kind of feel like you're running out of time. I do. But see, and and don't get me wrong, guys. I think we all around this age, yes, we all feel like we're running out of time, but we aren't out of time. But the thing that bothers me is it's like it's like a women thing because women are so pressured to feel like, you know, you only have a certain amount of time to have kids and, and to get married and to start a family and because I, there's I can totally see that there's a lot of factors that play into that, like health. And I mean, it's a big deal. And so it's like I feel like I'm getting closer to that. And I just I'm settling for the normal life instead of like the Society's. extraordinary life that I wanted and, and the things that I want to do. And I never really reached out to, you know, financially be able to do those things or, or really set my mind to it to do those things. I just feel like I settled. I feel like it took all those moments because for me, growing up, I thought that at 25, I would find my significant other. First of all, I thought I would find my significant other in college. A big mistake. Um, and... Because I feel like in college, you're learning so much about yourself and you're growing as an individual. Yeah. Um, the best advice my sister gave me was don't go to college with a boyfriend. Well, I wish somebody told me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I I didn't go to college with a boyfriend and I learned a lot about myself. And so even in college, like I didn't want a relationship. Like even if I was with somebody or whatever, like we'll call it quote unquote dating, I didn't want a relationship because I still wanted to know about myself um, and learn all these things there is to learn about. I mean, within those years of college. But when I was younger, I used to think that 25, I'd be married. 26, I would buy my house. 27, I would be pregnant. Right. And then have a kid. And then by like 29, have another kid, pop it out. And by 30, I'd be done. And then I'm perfect life. The perfect fucking life. But that's what I'm saying is why do women have that pressure on them to feel like they need to do that? I will tell you. I will tell you. Because society has made women feel like all they are capable of doing is breeding. Is, you know, giving birth, having kids, and that's all they will amount to. Populating the earth. And it's bullshit. Because honestly... Like, for me, like, all my life I thought, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I have get married, have kids, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Do do what society expects of me. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, I want to fucking go travel. I want to go live my life. And it's like, I know right now I could never be a mother. And I'm about to be 25. And it's like, I'm so glad <laughs> I'm not meeting those expectations I had when I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. Because it's like, these are my selfish years. It's like, I... They do say your 30s are fun, though. And it's like, I, you know, I don't want to have kids too late because I, I, I do want to, you know, one day have a kid and, you know, have yeah. kids or or um, whatever is my future supposed to look like. 
but it's like i'm not in a rush to do so right now yeah you just take it as it comes yeah and it's like i am so fucking proud of myself for how far i've come with what i've had yeah you know i agree and yes i would love to tell myself my younger self some things about you know the future to kind of pre-warn her that maybe she wouldn't have so much anxiety now (laughs) but i i don't i wish i could just i think i needed to go through those things to know to know that i love my life yeah flaws and alls i mean there's some things that you know could have been left out of my life but (laughs) (laughs) i guess god had a different different path for me so it's okay but i mean yeah and i don't regret any decisions i made i've obviously made them for a reason and i'm and i'm where i'm at for a reason and like you said if i could go back and tell my younger self some things that's great you know i would love to do that but i'm happy with where i'm at and I, i agree i'm proud of how far i've made it and how independent I am at my age. And I'm just, I'm content. Everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And for you guys who are listening to us right now, stop pressuring yourself to feel that you have to be at some point of your life right now when you're doing just fucking fine. You're probably doing exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, how many times have you, like cut yourself some fucking slack yeah okay like just living it's fucking hard it really is especially this past year especially this past year yeah and it's like you are doing just great like you stop rushing you're you're not gonna like i i get it life is short and i get you don't no day is promised but stop worrying that stop living in that whole fear or that whole idea of because life is too short and nothing is promised that today's your last day. Yeah. You know, it may be your last day, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to enjoy it. Like and do you do what you want, do what you love. I would say stop letting society control your expectations and define it for you. Exactly. And just do what you want. And especially like social media, stop letting social media fool you on where you're supposed to be in life and what you're supposed to be doing. It's, and bullshit. Your status. it's a fake platform. Home, homie over there who's posing. Oh, so nice. And living, you know, drinking that margarita and shit is miserable as fuck. OK, everybody's lying because they're behind us. They have a screen to protect them. Yeah. So you know? go at your own pace. And set your own goals and expectations. Live to the fullest and fuck, fuck society. Yeah. Honestly. Period. You have too much to do and too little time to be wasting on other people's opinions. Because if that was the case, I. No, see, no, I'm not going to (laughs) care. Yeah. So, I mean, dear younger self, I love you. You did great. I'm so happy. Proud of you. What would the voicemail be like? Um, bitch, don't come to 2020. <laughs> I think my voicemail would be like, hey, Anna, sis, I know, I know it's a little hard right now. Um, but uh, 
save yourself a, a couple of body counts and um oh <laughs> you know when they say fake it till you make it oh um, my god i don't think they meant it in the bedroom so uh love you talk to you in the future xoxo Beep. <laughs> so on that note guys Thank you for tuning in. We love you guys. We love the support you guys are showing us. Thank you so much. And see you next time on our next episode.